0: Karume, who's written a book uh, entitled "Beyond Expectations: From Charcoal to Gold," mm. a charcoal seller who grew to owning a chain of companies, all the way from hotels to horticulture to farming, brilliant mm. guy. But then there's also a group of people from a small village in Kangema Muranga uh, County. Mm. Another village is called Radia, and they're headed by this man called Gerald Gikono, who today is hundred and four years old. Now. The method here is these guys were illiterate. They did not go to school, mm-hmm. but they ended up being billionaires in this Nairobi of ours. They literally mm-hmm. owned properties all over Nairobi. And why is that? It is because of two things. First, the collective power that they had. Mm-hmm. There were many of them.
1: The community. The
0: community itself. Mm-hmm right but also these guys <coughs> saved they had the power of savings so they used to take money to their elders i mean to, to the old men because then banks did not have it uh, uh, were not for africans and then they come together in small groups and buy property yeah and today they yeah yeah and
1: no, i think that's a good point that you're bringing up because yeah. i think the norm for a long time yeah. was that formal education yes didn't exist, Absolutely. you know, having a certificate to validate your intelligence was yes. not was a thing, that, yeah, not only in Africa but globally yeah. and so it's only now that this western idea of having to validate, as I said, your intelligence has become a thing that as Africans we've really taken on yeah. and now, <laughs> you say intensely. you're dropping out
2: of school, let's see what your parents are going to say, when, when, yes. you ask,
1: when your parents tell you what you're going to be, you're going to be a doctor, yes. a, lawyer, a lawyer, an engineer, an engineer. you yes. know, that's, those are the only things that they consider to be worthy educational yeah. you know, pursuits, yes. but now we view dropping out yeah. as a problem that we need to find a solution for yes but true. i think we should ask this question yeah. as africans have we now put too much value yes. onto education or as prof would say have we put too much value into certification Absolutely. a piece of paper a receipt that yes. tells you yes. that you have paid x amount of money to get x amount of classes and now you are this
0: in fact what he says is a degree about culture it's just a receipt
1: it's very true. <laughs> so there was a study done by a group called Gallup in 2013, yeah. okay. and they looked that uh, they looked at the value that 31 African countries placed on education yeah. in comparison to family connections, work ethic, and intelligence yes. in relation to success. Yeah. And there are three findings that I want to highlight. Okay. The first one is a majority of the countries found that education was critical to success. Mm. So you had 73% of people in Botswana agreeing, 63% yeah. in Tanzania agreeing. Yeah. The second finding was a trend that showed that former British colonies mm. had different cultural experiences than French-speaking colonies. Yes. So the British valued, or the British colonies rather, valued education higher than mm. the French colonies did. Yes. Hi there. Hi, Kenya. We <laughs> value education really highly. The funny yes. thing though is that Kenya was only at 58%. Yes. So we were in the yeah, mid-range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whereas you have the French colonies like Cameroon, for example, mm-hmm. yeah. only at 13% valuing education wow. as a measure of success. Wow. So the third finding the french colonies saw success as a function of personal relations yes. rather than educational yes. you know proof. Mm. So they'd say that um, Mm. success is proven by who you know rather than what What you know. know. So for those countries, knowing people was more important. Yes, and then thereafter developing relevant skills to fit the needs for the community was more important than having a certificate that said 2M is now a? MBA. Uh, An MBA or whatever. (laughs) PhD. And so I think it brings (laughs) into question something that Fort Hall, which yeah. is what we are, we talk about a lot. Yeah. Competence ber- competence-based competence yes. training yes. versus you know traditional education, uh, that certificate. Abso- absolutely. And absolutely. I think it's a really important I, conversation that we need to
2: have. You don't need yeah. to have a degree. Yes. Well, first of all, you have to re-educate the people, because we believe That's that true. going to school is the only way in which you get educated. And yeah. there's a very big difference between schooling yes. and education. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what you do in school yes. that is going to class, doing the tests, yeah. doing the run-of-the-mill things is very different from education, which is broad-based and as Prof also says it also includes the culture it also includes family it includes social connections it includes relationships Mm -hmm. so I guess we would have to have a broader definition of what we mean by education yeah. and not yes. just limit it to what you get out of school. Because yes. I think
1: skills are so important. Yeah. You know, we've become a very import oriented country. We're not exporting anything because we don't have the skills or young people don't have the skills yeah. to build a car, for example. Yeah. The skills that we have are, I know how to do accounting. Yes. But sometimes, you know, if we want to oh, you yeah. know, start this industrial revolution in Kenya or in yeah. Africa, yes. we need to have people who are able to use their hands yes. to do the things that are going to take us to the next, the next level. Oh, Buketi, Washington,
2: right there you're talking oh. about industrial training yes. versus going to school and being educated yeah, and getting a degree <laughs> and certificate. Yeah. I, don't um, I don't know. I don't know. And the one thing I have to say is this. Mm. Bearing in mind the things that we've done this week, I yeah. have to say that we have to look at all of them with a pinch of salt. Yes. Because mm. one of the things that we said, and we just said it right now, there's a difference between schooling and education. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, Steve Jobs did quit schooling but he was educated because he now dropped in as he called it, on the classes that he thought were relevant relevant to him so he did get an education of sorts but also on the other hand there's Mm. something that we have as human beings yes. and it's a cognitive bias and yes. we've done a lot of cerebral books in the past yeah. and we have a cognitive bias that's called survivor bias yes so as human beings we have a tendency to look at those who fa- who passed mm. as the thing that will happen to us and disregard anything yes. about any failures mm. so you look at that 10% mm. who dropped out of school yes. and became the Mark Zuckerberg the Richard Branson the exceptions, the exceptions, exceptions mm. and forget the ninety percent of the Toms and Johns and Kamau's yes. who then dropped out yeah. and didn't really
0: absolutely g-
2: make anything out of yeah. it. Absolutely. So I don't know if this is what we're asking people to do. Are we asking people to disregard education? Is uh, dropping out the way?
0: No, no. I, 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 I don't think that's what we are asking people to do. Look, do you know? Do you remember when your child uh, and your your aunties and uncles used to come, used to ask you? And i found it very odd because
2: you found it odd you didn't yeah. feel like you're being judged
0: it's because i wasn't a very i was not my my academic record wasn't that great mm. myself so i i always felt embarrassed to say i, I was number 34 out of 35. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but then what that does to the child is it, it, it makes the child lose some confidence yeah, because, that's very, very true. It does. because you, you're making them feel like they're accountable to you. Mm-hmm. And they're, 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 the truth is they're only accountable to themselves.
1: Yeah, And I'm
2: sure there's some inspiration that we can give people in that.
0: Oh yes, absolutely.
2: But today, I want to talk about some special achievements that rarely, if ever, get recognized. Mm-hmm. And you're right, too. Um, in yeah. a culture that recognizes overachievers, yes. sometimes we forget the average student. Yes. Yes. So today, I'm going to give you our final, final, final thought. Is she allowed to Borrowed. do that? Borrowed. <laughs> yes, it's
0: called delegated power.
2: All right. I take this delegated power and give you a final, final, final thought from a thought that I borrow from a New York Times opinion, and it's called Let's hear it for the average child. Here's to the student who does all their homework and submits it on time. Here's to the student who studies diligently for tests and shows up for every tuition session, Mm. yet nevertheless manages to earn a C. Mm. Here's to you because in real life, Mm. you excel at what you do best Mm. and let others excel at what they do best. Yeah. For the rest of your life, you will never again think of this C that you got when you were in school, mm. but you will bring the character that you formed by being consistent and diligent. Mm. This is to the bench warmers who watch the game but never get to play. This is for the daydreamer who gazes outside. Because real aha moments, Mm -hmm. those business moments, Mm -hmm. those moments of serendipity, they come when you're idle, when you're staring out the window or wandering aimlessly. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you one last reminder of truth. And this is it. Life is not a contest. It's not about being a billionaire or about being exceptionally gifted at something. Mm -hmm. It's about being here and being the unique you that you are.